Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Off Track with Inch and Rossi. Hello, well, guys, and welcome came to <laughs> the recap of episode three. Do we? Yeah, we, we, did, we never named this show, did we? It's just it's just hundred days recap. I think I don't know. Copy. Uh, so yeah, came out uh, just now. If you're a good fan, and it's ten oh one Eastern on Thursday uh what did what did we think guys we focused on long beach what was uh what was everyone let's you know let's start with jenna i don't really care ladies first jenna thank you okay (laughs) so i feel like it's hard to beat episode number two i feel like episode two came in super strong agreed yep but i did enjoy episode three i feel like they covered a lot more people you know i got to see long beach which i'm super sad because i actually got invited to so i was bummed uh of you know all the fun that i missed but i liked it it was good to see coachella weekend i'm sure you were busy no i was actually in a (laughs) wedding so even worse i had to go to a wedding um (laughs) um, also has music and drinks that is fair um i'm wondering is joseph paying them off so that he gets featured all the time at the beginning of the episodes uh is that that what's happening but he's just good looking (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) i'll when 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 it went to Joseph's house, right, and like the opening shot was from the pool, looking into yep. like I, because I know I was the like, house. Oh, here was, we go! It was staring at the gym, and we're like, "Here come the abs, baby! Here come the abs!" But uh, luckily, you know, Joseph's shirt. Fortunately stayed on for all shirt. of us, his shirt stayed on. Um, although, I, I I bet, honestly, I could have. Yeah, used what a what a bummer. Yeah, I'm actually. I, I bet he does <laughs> watch movies topless. <laughs> in his in his theater room that theater room yeah. is cool by the way that was pretty cool who doesn't watch movies topless i'll text i mean you. i don't yeah, I mean, but... <laughs> if you look like him you should do everything like i would do everything topless there's just no point owning shirts yeah i mean it, it's it's fair so when um this is a little bit off topic but kind of the same thing when when cody nixon of the jess and cody uh came to stay with us whenever we've been at their house he permanently walks around without a shirt on because he's an ex US Marine and yeah, he's a Marine. Why not? That's what you should yeah. do. hundred yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, percent. So, so it, I get it. it. It was, so we saw Joseph in his kick-ass theater room, watching back race tape, kind of like how, you know, football players, hockey players, whatever, will watch game tape. Is that something that you knew drivers did Jenner? Was that kind of a surprise to you? Um, I guess I never really thought about it. I feel like it makes sense to watch it back because when you're in the moment, you're kind of only seeing what's happening with you and like what's closely around you. So that definitely makes sense. I wonder like how many times do you watch it? Or like Joseph, you know, if Zero. he's doing really well, does he watch it extra? So he's like, oh, I really crushed that race. Like, let's keep watching it. 
<laughs> yeah, the races he wins, he watches on repeat until the next race. Yeah. Well, yeah, was, right. So, Alex, you don't you don't rewatch? No, I watch. James, I watch. I, I watch the race from like the the onboard of my perspective, but I don't watch it globally. I don't. Do you not think that you can learn stuff from other people potentially? But I know it's not as good as like having their onboard. Like that would be handy. Um, but well, so I I look at the race. I watch the race back from a from a data perspective. So I watch, right. I look at lap charts and gaps to leaders and pit sequences and stuff. So I don't need to see the actual imagery. Right. So I just consume way the more information. information. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I like replay race tools and, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think, I guess we all kind of have our ways of, of looking back on it. Um, I thought, uh, you know, getting away from Joseph and his house for a second, I thought Tony's secret room behind a cabinet with simulators was pretty impressive. Uh, Tony's house was amazing. And then they showed the, yeah, the simulation. And I was like, wait, this is even cooler. Cause like, I love gaming. I'm like a nerd, but I was like, what are you running this on? Like, what's your PC? What's your setup? Like, show me more of the setup. So we didn't get to see that, but he had two of right. them. Yeah. Two. No, he can tell you all of that. He's now opening a simulator factory, if you will, in Northern <laughs> Indianapolis, where he's going to have like 12 of them. Uh, running simultaneously, so Tony's a big sim guy a joker. now. Is that real? No, it's, I'm dead serious. Yeah, yeah. Can I? Can I go? Can we go? It? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yes. Go. <laughs> we can have a we can have a sim night, guys. Uh, <laughs> I I think what we should we should really be doing instead of really you know picking who our favorite characters or drivers are, we should just be picking our favorite homes. <laughs> I you know what I feel like there's probably somebody doing that they're like which is the best house and they're matching it up with the IndyCar calendar to see when right. it'll be empty and they're because I'm <laughs> even though this episode featured Elio I'm disappointed it didn't feature his house because I guarantee he wins yeah I think when you, you think? get to yeah the I wonder Indy 500 win you just get to fall out in the house yeah well, but you gotta remember and ask for a tour. You know, behind the scenes. That's actually not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. But I, I, he, if I remember correctly, and I hope I'm not oversharing here, Elio, apologize if I am, but like he lived in Miami. And then (laughs) I know. And then I just, I say that so the fans think that maybe, you know, Mm. people who are like important are are, are listening. Uh, He moved from Miami to in. No, he moved to Atlanta. Atlanta. You're right. To Atlanta. You're right. And so he sold his play. I think he had a sick place in Miami, but he sold it. I'm sorry. Moved to Atlanta was, for like. No, he's still minutes. there. So I, I and then I, said it was too cold there. and went back to Florida. Too cold in Atlanta. Yeah. Hmm. Too cold. Not enough ocean. Not enough beach. He's Brazilian. They they don't really that's, that's do fair. anything below seventy seven. Um. So then we also got to hang out with a couple other guys for the first time. We got to see Cal Kirkwood in his natural habitat. What did uh, What did we think of of young KK? He was so cute, just like wanting to catch lobsters and go like diving. <laughs> I was like, oh, that looks fun. Um, that was cool. I like I like seeing that aspect of things, especially because I'm about to get scuba certified. So I was like, you know, I, this is, can be me soon. I can go down there and catch a lobster with my hands if I really want to. Um, You're speaking James's language right there. Actually, mm-hmm. Alex, you will be the only one here not scuba certified. Oh, big scuba I have guy. zero interest. <laughs> I don't. I don't like salt yeah. water. I don't like the ocean. I don't like the beach. I don't really like. The I beach. don't. 
You don't like like going alongside the beach or going in? I don't like going in the ocean either, actually. So oh, so, gonna be... so you're going to scuba dive without being in the ocean? Sort no, of a going... prerequisite. No, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. It, Justine's actually making me do it, but like right. I want to go diving with sharks. This is this is a side note. Definitely want to go diving with sharks, but going in the ocean, I don't like when my feet touch the bottom. So Love it's, lake it's sharks. Fun. But anyway, well, um, luckily when you when you go scuba diving, you normally you know you're, you're you don't have to actually touch the bottom. Uh, in a lot of cases, it's several miles down, so you don't even uh, have that option. It would argue uh, bad okay. if you did. Yeah, it, I mean, I don't think it's an argument. I think that's a certainty. Uh, and then, yeah, we also got you to spend a bit of time. <laughs> uh, we spent some time with Graham Rahal, which I got to be honest, that was the highlight of the show for me. Graham's like Big candor and this was so awesome and refreshing yes. he's like yeah man i get out of the car my knee hurts my back hurts yeah. <laughs> well he is 64 years old so i think people forget uh, about that a lot people forget he's that. younger hey, than he's james younger than me yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm 106 yeah <laughs> i'm 106 yeah um but no i just i just loved it i mean i i thought his 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 just open and honesty about the whole thing was was refreshing definitely the most relatable he's like yeah you know the older i get like i can't get a six pack i sweat more and my sciatic nerve hurts and i'm like dude same like <laughs> i get it i get it so uh yeah definitely the most relatable <laughs> yeah it's weird to think that guys ram ray hall like is the most stack. relatable they should have they should have just gone from ray hall talking about that <laughs> that right is unbelievable to think about no, i gave you like, three reasons why <laughs> <laughs> and all of them were valid. There's just several others you maybe didn't see on the show that, right. yeah, I see Alex's point on that one. This man, <laughs> this man consumes no. like exotic cars quicker than you eat Cheerios. He <laughs> exclusively flies on private jets. He's got, well, I'm not going to keep going, but yes, I don't think Graham Ray Hall is at all relatable to anyone on Earth. <laughs> okay, I only met from the pain right. part and his body yeah. falling apart that right. part of it no absolutely not it's so funny because i've actually um i'm from pittsburgh so like their ray hall dealerships are like all over actually my sister just got a car a couple months ago from them so that's how i guys actually are a big ray hall family first <laughs> i don't think my my middle sister i have two sisters i don't think my middle sister knows who that is but that's how i first heard of graham yeah it's fine um but yes relatable in the aspect that his body hurts, not, you know, all of the assets and things and his family that he has. Let me make that very, very clear. <laughs> um, no, I, I agree with you, James. I thought Graham's, Graham's uh, intro into the series was the best, probably second to Pato that we've seen. Um, just because, as you said, his his openness about everything and this kind of the struggles that RL, RLL have had. Um, and... Uh, David Letterman, he's he's funny. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? When is he going to get rid of that beard, though? Like, I got it. Okay, he left the show. He grew it out, you know, trying something new. I get it. It's been a bit now. When are you going to cut your hair and start to grow? <laughs> I do very often. It just grows back really quick. <laughs> Maybe his beard just grows really quickly. Yeah, I, I guess you know. He what? accidentally he accidentally put Rogaine on his face, and it just he can't stop now. It's just maybe won't. he just doesn't just... know how to shave. When he was on the show, there was just somebody to do his hair and makeup, and then he just forgot how to do it. He could still hire it's someone not a, to do it. 
He could probably do that. That's right. Uh, all right. The so important we, we questions. Yeah, these are the hard-hitting questions that people want to know in 100 Days Indy. Uh, we went to Long Beach and was an interesting race, and we saw a new first-time winner. Obviously, if you're watching the show, you probably know the outcome of the race, but like, how did you find the, uh, the covering of the race and the fact that young kid wins his first race you know, in the season or in the series, sorry? Uh, kind of a cool story. Can I, yeah, can I cool. just interject with my oh. favorite part first? Please do. The dude who was just yelling at New Garden's whole team. They're like, yeah, race time. Because I was in yeah, he's hospitality a, watching that guy yell. And I was just like, I hope that makes the show. <laughs> yeah, he's there every year. He's a very passionate <laughs> fan. And, uh, and apparently, I guess I was assuming that's his son that was with him, who was now also uh, very much following in his father's footsteps. No, he just getting found into that vibe <laughs> he just, found, just so we don't get sued i'm kidding kid. i'm gonna assume that's his kid just so we don't get sued here <laughs> just found some other kid wearing a new garden jersey was like you'll do come with me let's go sorry, so sorry jenna, jenna you your off. take I'm on kyle asshole. no he was very uh, that kid and, and family were they were very very passionate um it was interesting seeing the, the I, okay so i did go back in my research i did go to the 2016 long beach race which once again forgot about until I went back and watched old vlogs. Um, but seeing it from like this perspective, because like being there in person, it's like, you know, you see what's in front of you, I guess, but like seeing, you know, more about like the wall and like seeing, you know, those different angles and stuff like that. That seems like a terrifying um, track as opposed to coming from like the oval. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, do you guys like that? Like, what do you prefer? Is there a preference? That's um, yes. I mean, so I think, I think, the similarities of an oval and a street course are that like there's no there's no margin for error right when you go to a road course like in mid ohio or portland or monterey or whatever um you know if you get it wrong it's usually like sand or gravel or grass or asphalt kind of at the exit of these corners um so the penalties usually um not that big whereas yeah i mean on on a street course or an oval if you make a mistake or or you get together with someone like it usually is a race ender so yeah I, I like i love the challenge of that i think james does too i think you definitely prefer street courses over road courses just because it's more exciting there's there's more that the driver can do um to make up uh it, it's an equalizer let's put it that way you know on a street course brave it rewards bravery whereas on a road course it's really about precision and finesse and everyone's kind of can do the same thing and then it, the car really is the differentiating factor in in my opinion yeah and the, the other side of it too right is in a road course if there's a corner you just want to try going a little bit faster into and like you say you drop a wheel in the dirt and you come back because in a street course you don't have that luxury so finding that limit is a little harder and so to Calix's point i think it does kind of put it in a driver's hands a little bit more on uh, on street circuits because you have to just know where that limit is without actually going past it or else you hit something and your day's done so um, it's funny though. It's like Texas is, I think, universally felt as the most dangerous and like scariest place to go racing in IndyCar. And you're like, oh yeah, it's interesting. The streets of Long Beach seem scarier because the walls were all around. Or we're just like the speeds of Texas is actually what is scarier for us behind the wheel than than in Long Beach. So it's it's actually that's an interesting kind of perspective because you're right. There is a lot of stuff to hit in Long Beach. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed I think, like there was think, a lot of drama that happened in Long Beach, too. There was. I love how the episode ended with Pato 
being like, Scott put himself on the wall. Nothing I can do about it. And then it was cut. So episode four should be very interesting because I'm sure they're going to get Scott's reaction to that, I would imagine. I guess we'll have to wait I mean, and see. They, but. Yeah, they, they played his interview from the race where was, he said, hey, if that's we're going to race, gloves off. Yeah. yeah. Not, not uh, so it'll be in- like behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, that's my man. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I do think there's a pretty good chance now that we're halfway through the show, Alex is just not going to get an episode. You got to mention. <laughs> Which I feel like you would be thrilled about, Alex. He's Well, he's actually going to win. It. He's going to win the GP uh, this weekend. So then he'll be in that episode probably. I there you imagine. go. There you go. Or just win Did the you, 500. Hey, Alex. Like, don't be in any episodes uh, and then win the 500. Be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, because then it's like it's over. <laughs> uh, Alex, did you clock Kelly in the episode? I did, and Coffee Man. Coffee Man was there, and Kelly was there oh, yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. That was probably too much television time for Kelly. I'm going to be honest, but uh, <laughs> she's not going to be <laughs> thrilled about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they also so they spent a little time kind of talking about Meyershank bracing uh, as a team and how it's sort of the little the. I don't want to say little team that good. That sounds kind of setting. It's it's a younger operation, newer to the team, newer to the series, uh, but have two you know big hitter drivers on the on their roster, and kind of looking to be regular contenders. Did you get a sense of kind of who the team was and what were your thoughts on like Mike Shank and and the operation they've got there with with Simon and Elio? Yeah, it's kind of interesting because I feel like I've never really thought about the teams it's like I would think about like the people and not necessarily the teams behind it so it was interesting because okay this is going to sound terrible but I've I've never really like heard of of or really thought about it so it definitely I'm enjoying you know learning more about the actual teams um, especially you know seeing the the smaller teams 
kind of kind of step up and get a little bit of a spotlight. So I mean, we we talked about some of that drama there and the the Pato Scott thing. How like how do you how do you see that? Like when you hear Scott's reaction, you hear Pato's reaction. What does that make you think? What does that make you feel? Well, didn't Scott say something like, uh, "What did he say?" He said something like, "Oh, you know, if they're gonna you know let him get away with that, I guess that's how we're gonna race." And I was like, "Oh, this is getting spicy." <laughs> But it's interesting, too, because I'm, I mean, obviously, we're seeing like the drama, but like, I want to know what's actually going on, like behind behind the scenes. Like, are they saying that just for the episode? Or like, is there real beef? Like, what's going on? We need to know. I can tell you with some authority that it is it is genuine beef. It is very, very real. None of that was put on for the cameras. Pato yeah, they not don't think seem to be faking a lot of drama here. He does not. Okay. Uh, he does not feel like he needs to apologize and when he apparently went up to scott at uh the following race at barber scott just kind of wouldn't even acknowledge him i don't know exactly what the details were but it was to the point where Pato left a little surprised that scott wasn't even willing to engage in conversation about it he was very clear that he was not going to apologize he was just going to talk about it and scott was like well i got nothing to talk about sort of thing so yeah, no, I think it's I think it's genuine, and it'll be interesting to see at some point in May if the two of them end up in the same piece of real estate on the racetrack. What comes of that? But I don't know. Yeah, maybe they just need a little time. You know, just give it a little time, or maybe that's that's just it, and <laughs> they'll just be beefing. Now it's just a lifelong <laughs> feud, and they'll never talk again. <laughs> it'll yeah, it'll go well. <sighs> can't wait for it i'm here for it you know everybody always talks about indycar needs rivalries and everyone's like oh you know santino's gonna be the bad guy he'll be the next paul tracy who knew it was gonna be a Pato dixon rivalry i just yeah, i want him to coming. fight in pit lane let's go emma jumping I all mean, over people it'll be great <laughs> it's tough to get scott dixon fired up i mean his nickname <laughs> is the Iceman for a reason so if you've got him fired up it's it took some doing so I will be curious to see if anything more comes to that. Uh, so, yeah, so that's kind of how it ended. Um, three episodes left, guys. They air, as you know, Thursday nights on the CW at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, available the next day on the CW app, which is free of charge if you want to download it and watch it there. Yeah, I mean, any any final thoughts on anything before we wrap this one up and, uh, and look forward to the episode from Barbara? I thought it was cool seeing the brick ceremony because that's also something that I never knew happened. So that was actually pretty cool. My only like four people have that, I think. Um, so I like seeing that like more like behind the scenes and like the history. So that was cool. Um, that was a, a personal favorite actually from, from one of the episodes. Uh, one of my favorite things also from the show was James kind of explaining with a lot of authority, like think about in sports, how, how rarefied it is that four people on earth have accomplished what, what Elio has. Right. Um, so I think the way that you explained that James really hit it home. Cause I didn't, I haven't even really thought about it like that. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, it's a big deal, blah, blah, blah. But like, there is no other sport where four individuals in history on earth have done that or have accomplished this, yeah. this thing. Like it's crazy to it's, think about. It's a really, really cool element of it. And it's, it's, yeah, I'm, I, I'm really glad you brought that up actually, Jen. I'm glad that was something that sort of resonated with you because yeah, for us, it's just sort of, it's easy to think, you know, how incredible and how cool that is because we live that stuff every day. But uh, I'm glad that it sort of came across 
the gravity of that because yeah, in, in sports in general, uh, there's not a lot of things that there are only four people on earth can claim they've done. So it's, uh, it's great that the speedway, you know, honored them that way and put the bricks down there. And, um, you know, I genuinely love listening to Doug Bowles, who's the president of IMS talk about stuff like that. He's just, he's so passionate about it and he knows everything about everything. He knew exactly how many bricks were in the yard on the front straight, which was not a fact I knew beforehand. Uh, so it was, yeah, it was cool. That was a cool thing to see. And who knows, man, he might be the first one and only one on earth in history ever to win five. So we will see. Watch this give him space. A, big, a bigger brick. I mean, not if Alex has something to say about it. <laughs> yeah, no, or 32 or 31 other people as well. Um, yeah, sweet. All right, Tim, any yeah, final but they're thoughts? they're not here, Jim, okay? I'm trying to, you know, pump our guy up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm the one that just no said he's going to win this weekend. Dude, no, okay. dude I'm, I'm going to be able to sleep better now tonight that you've uh, boosted my ego. Thank you. I got you. I got you, pal. Yeah. All love right, guys. The, <laughs> love the whatever's happening outside. I'm sure it's some great lawn care happening. And on that note, we'll bid you guys adieu. We'll see you next week, 10.01 Eastern PM after episode four. See you then. This has been Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Off Track is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. We're at Ask Off Track on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow us on Twitter individually, I'm at Hinchtown. He's Alexander Rossi. And if you want to follow Fim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel for exclusive video content. Off Track is produced by Tim Durham, and by that we mean Fim. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So. No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.